broadcasting live at the Phoenix Convention Center and Media Center here in Phoenix, Arizona, getting you ready for the countdown to kickoff. Super Bowl Sunday, four days, six hours, 27 minutes, and counting away from the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles getting underway. And uh, it is uh, a buzz here. Radio Row, Podcast Row, whatever you want to call it in the Media Center. It is a buzz today. Got off to a fast start. Man, oh, man, oh, man. When you uh, talk about getting out of the shoot today, right away, uh, Dominic Raiola, uh, former Lions center, joining us for a couple of minutes. He swung by. Mike Golick swung by. Rashad Jennings was here. We got Eric Eager and uh, Thomas Dimitrov, uh, the former general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, to sit down with us and talk a little. Everything revolved around Green Bay for the most part, except for the tremendous story from Rashad Jennings about becoming uh, you know, one of the contestants on Dancing with the Stars, which was fantastic, but off to a fast start. Uh, coming up later, we got LeGarrette Blunt is going to be joining us. Kurt Menefee is going to be here later this hour. Uh, also, the Hall of Famer Steve Largent is going to be here in about an hour from now. Uh, Aaron Taylor is going to join us. The uh, Super Bowl-winning coach Brian Billick will be here solomon wilcox from the nfl network former nfl player himself going to stop by jake Plummer, charles woodson you're going to hear from today so we got a lot still yet to go broadcasting here on radio row that was a fast first hour ben that was a that was kind of an easy hour to sit back and relax and i mean you had to be nimble uh because they just kind of pop in and sit down and say hello and they want to be on the program but not a bad hour huh yeah i'm known for my nimbleness bill and, you know, the, the Super Bowl week, again, is it's kind of news dumping uh, what the Brewers are doing with a page sporanic bobblehead. But I'll leave that aside. So you let, let's let's do this real quick, because you you are all about this, right? <laughs> the page sporanic bobblehead. You 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 are. Um, how do how shall I say less Stupid. than enchanted, less than enchanted oh. with the Brewers promotional series that was uh, released yesterday, just as Aaron Rodgers was telling the world he's going into four days of darkness. Yeah, they released it right before he went on McAfee, which is smart because no one's going to talk about it. I just like the whole X-Golf thing. Everybody jokingly said, how funny would it be if they actually did a, a game day giveaway of, of golf influencer Paige Sporanic, and then they actually did it. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm a fan of the, the player bobbleheads and the traditional stuff. Uh, yeah, not a big fan of outwardly promoting something in your own stadium that takes attention away from the game. That's okay. neither here nor there. You know, usually when that happens, you know what? Do you know what I'm about to say? When they start to give you other things to say, look over here. I mean, means there's a car crash that's about to happen in front of your face. <laughs> you're damn straight. It's because in a lot of ways, you're not quite sure who's going to be the star, who isn't going to be the star. You've beating the horse to death that is Christian Watson, or excuse me, uh, Christian Yelich, and you're not quite sure what he's going to give you. People are questioning whether or not he's even done before he really got going with that new contract. They're waiting for his offense to come back and even return to a semblance of what he used to be. You've gotten rid of some of the fan favorites. You know that money has been tight. There's a lot of things circulating that just don't seem like this team's going to be uh, overwhelmingly competitive, and there's a lot of question marks about it. Uh, you kind of hope that they are. I think we all have hope as Brewers fans. But in the meantime, it's like, look over here. Look what we're giving away over here because we don't know what we're going to give you here, and the product on the field ultimately is what you're paying to see. But <laughs> they're trying to do something different, and, and they're trying to bring in other other fans because the hardcore fans may be going, ah, I think we're going to sit back on the sidelines and wait and see what kind of uh, – what kind of crap you mold mold this into. And if it starts to mold into something worthwhile, 
then we'll be back. And if not, then uh, I think we're going to, you know, kind of sit on the sidelines on this. So I completely get it. In the meantime, like you had mentioned, uh, they announced that. And then Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee. And, again, let me preface this. And I took a lot of heat when I posted this yesterday because I, I was on Twitter. And when all this dropped, I sat here and I was really kind of contemplating what Rodgers had said. And I was watching the stream of thoughtlessness and thoughtfulness when it comes to criticism. So I tweeted out, I said, I know a lot of people are criticizing Aaron Rodgers, but to each his own. The man has done nothing illegal. He's always been a pretty stand-up guy. There's nothing wrong with making a decision. And we'd all like to, you know, complete clarity, but to each their own. When you really think about it, it's, it's, there, there's, there's, other than it just being on for a lot of us not to understand it on the weird side, there's not much there there. Uh, which people went nuts. You know, some people said it was the worst take I've ever had in my life, and I'm an idiot, and this and that. And then others are like, you're right. You know, they're comparing him to Deshaun Watson, being as disliked. And I said, well, first of all, you know, you can have fatigue, and you cannot like somebody because of, you know, feeling like they're a prima donna, like they're on a pedestal, and they're looking down on you, or they're different than you, or what have you. But there's a dislike there. For two different reasons. You can't compare somebody who was accused in 24, 25-plus cases of sexual assault to somebody who wants to go into a room of darkness for four days and doing nothing wrong to anyone uh, or nor themselves. So it's, it's you can have dislike for both, but you don't have to dislike them for the same reasons. Anyway, that being said, this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, going into going into the darkness. You normally don't really throw in this time of year. Have you thought about throwing this year? Well, I'm still uh, in the art of contemplation about my future, so mm. I'm... I'm uh, Is that real? Uh, Are we really contemplating playing football again still? Is that like a heavy, heavy thought, yeah? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Wow, okay. I didn't know that. I just assumed because the way you've given answers, it's like foregone conclusion. But you have told us numerous times you haven't got through that portion of your decision-making yet. So I, that's just – that seems surprising me right there. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, 100%. And that's why I think it's going to be important um, to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat and just to be able to contemplate – all things uh, my future and then uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness and then uh, and then move forward what's the isolation retreat we're just going into a cave are you not going to talk you're not going to speak one of those things yeah is it just you in there Ooh. and if you're just in there alone do you know how many days you're in there are you taking an iPad a book are we able to reach you what? Is there it's uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness what you going to Alaska not Alaska, no. I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Beautiful. That's a lot Are you locked in? Where is it? You're not locked in. No, you can you can leave if you if you you know you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's uh, it's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months. And it's coming up. Uh, in a couple weeks. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where it's, is it's, it? a, it's a room. It's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window. Brrr, everything's dropped down, and then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through options. Of there's, what we're a, there's a two-way uh, 
mirror? No, like a like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you, but it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording? There you go. That's kind of the explanation as to where he's going. They drop in some food, some water, complete darkness. So there you have it. All right. Um, I you know, and immediately. Uh, the sports world and the world itself, I mean, for that matter, because it was on TMZ and everything, reacted to all of this. And this is something that, again, he had on the schedule. So it wasn't like he was looking at this saying, this is going to be the place that I am going to emerge from the darkness with some kind of enlightenment and say, this is whether or not I want to play. But he certainly kind of made it sound that way. He has not completed the process of wanting to know or letting people know if he wants to play or not. He hasn't completed the process. And coming out of the darkness will then be able to enlighten him as, I guess, into some kind of final decision as to what he wants to do. But uh, I, I'm, I am not in his shoes. I am not a, you know, 100 millionaire three, four times over. I, I, I don't know what that world is like. I can't contemplate that world. I know what my decisions are based on, and I know what it is I do. I know what it is I think. I know what it is I want to do. I know what it is I don't want to do. Okay? I know what it is my obligations are. I, Ben, I cannot imagine at this point in time not knowing what I want to do. I get it that sometimes you need to find yourself. You know, I understand that. But, I, you know, I'm sitting here at 55 years old, and I'm thinking to myself, I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. I know what goals I have. I know what I want to achieve. And it doesn't all have to do with collecting the money. I understand that. But I know where my passions lie. And I know where, you know, what I want. I I can't imagine at this point in time not knowing if I want to come back and play football or not. You know what I mean? I do. I do. And I think Pat McAfee being surprised by that, I was kind of surprised by it too. Because it's not only the time of it. It's the amount of times we've gone through this exact same thing in the offseason. But it's also how we've kind of heard him speak for the last month. It's always kind of sounded like his head was still there. But I don't know. I've kind of learned not to try to put myself in his shoes. And it's just it is what it is. Yeah, it's I think at times he's very understandable. And I think at times. And I'm going to say this and I'm trying to say this in a very nice way. I think there are times he takes pleasure in trying not to be understandable. Does that make sense? It does. That's a very interesting way to put it. It's it's like he wants to be on a different plane. He wants to be looked at differently, but yet he doesn't. He takes offense to those who criticize, don't understand, are on his wavelength, don't read his same books, don't has you know, he looks he likes to engage philosophically but ultimately, you have to get to his level to truly understand what it is you're talking about when you engage that thought process. So, and the more I listen to him, I'm always thinking to myself, he's got this other level to him. And it's not right, it's not wrong. It's just, it's just this other level. And you try to, you think you know it. And then he throws something at you to keep you thinking. Because ultimately, you do know it. I know he's coming back. I know it. The only way he doesn't come back is to spite everybody. 
to everybody that said he's leaving, he's not going to leave sixty million on the table. He's not going to do that. There's no way he doesn't play. Uh, to me, I, I would, I would think. He would. It's it's like when he was talking something about you know he does not want to be on the same stage with Brady and and JJ Watt and everybody in this class going in and that's that's crazy you know no there are things to Aaron Rodgers that he would never say ever ever expose publicly because he would just be roasted for it and he's very cognizant of what how he's perceived he would be roasted for it so instead he but talks still, about darkness retreats but yes but then he goes to this different level of plane. To say, I'm going to bring you into my world, I'm going to give you a glimpse, and you have to understand or try to understand, and I'm going to send you to a book, send you to Google, send you to some place to try to read about this, so you understand where it is I'm coming from. It's, 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 I get it, but he takes a lot of pleasure in being very understood. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we've got LeGarrette Blunt sitting down at the table. We're going to talk with him coming up in a few minutes. Stay tuned. We're going to be back in about three or four minutes right after this, and uh, we're going to talk with a running back and a three-time Super Bowl champion and a guy that's got it all going on. So, And he's got some bling to show us, too. So stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the program glad to have you don't forget about our friends at burn pit barbecue go to burnpitbbq.com that is burnpitbbq.com they are veteran owned based in the state of wisconsin and you could still order today get your hot rubs get your hot sauces and get your barbecue sauces even before the big game on sunday and by the way say hi to greg uh, if you do and you email him because greg just had an acl replacement so uh greg great guy but veteran owned based in wisconsin go to burnpitbbq.com that is burnpitbbq.com they bring you LeGarrette Blunt, three-time Super Bowl champion, running back in the NFL. How you been, man? It's always good to see you. Been good, man. I've been really good, man. It's always good to see you guys, man. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. And uh, it's nice because uh, you, you live here. We were just talking about that. You're yeah. like, I'm up at 6. I'm just driving in. This is great. Yeah, this yeah. is great. This is. Although the party next year in Vegas will be a little different. I think that might be the radio row I miss. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Vegas enough. <laughs> So um, let, let's start out with uh, with games like this. Uh, I want to, because you've had that experience, take us into the two weeks. You win the AFC, you win the NFC championship games. You know you're going to the Super Bowl. So from that time on, what is it like? Um, you know, the, the week of, it's nuts because, you know, everybody's calling and asking for tickets and everybody want to, you know, everybody want to reach out and, hey, man, what are you going to be doing while you're there and this, that, and the other. So it's 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 tough. Um, to to be able to stay focused whenever you're in this kind of game um, of this magnitude, um, you know. So we, you know, you got to try to stay locked in as much as possible um, whenever it comes to this. Was that something that when when you get to the Patriots, and you know, because Bill Belichick has been there, done that. Yeah. Brady's been there, done that. Is that kind of like this is nothing but business? That's all it is. Yeah. It is um, for New England. Um, it's so much of a business trip that. Bill will have a meeting with the families. So really? he'll meet with us. He'll tell us what his plan is, what we should do, what he think we should do, what he what he wants us to do, what 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 we should prioritize, and then he'll call a meeting with your families. So the wives, the girlfriends, the aunts, the uncles, da da da. He'll bring them in, and he'll say, "Hey, um, I don't need you guys bothering him all week." For the tickets, I don't need you guys bothering him about who's going to come. I don't need you guys bothering him about the travel. I don't need you guys bothering him about anything 
moving forward until after this game. So anything that has to do with him or the family or anything, you guys need to handle moving forward. And he has a meeting with the families. Right. And, and he tells them this. And, I mean, yeah. you know, Bill's an intimidating guy if you don't know him. You know, if you don't know him, if you've never seen him, if you've never, like, sat there and talked to him in, like, right. a, in like a manner, um, he's a he's he's intimidating. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, you got the wives and girlfriends leaving out of that meeting, you know, looking looking like they've seen a ghost, like, uh, you know, <laughs> scared to ask you a question. Right. And like, um, I, I know such and such wants to come to the game, but I don't know if I sh- Never mind. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, right. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's serious. You, you put everything aside, and the only thing that you focus on for those two weeks is that game. You indulge yourself. You, you submerge yourself with film. You submerge yourself with getting healthy. You submerge yourself with um, um, the game plan. You submerge yourself with um, being good at, 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 at the right time to go out there and give your best performance. So, you know, that's that's how they handle things in, in New England when it right. came down to this week, this game. So I, I did want to get a couple of things before uh, we, we, we let you go. Obviously, you've got uh, the LGSfeelgood.com site. Yes, sir. You're doing some stuff there. Yes, sir. Uh, which is, is kind of getting people healthy and right. Yes, sir. That is um, the inspiration behind it is professional athletes. That's what got me into that space. Um, me dealing with anxiety, me, me dealing with um, bad sleep patterns, me dealing with pains and, you know, aches. Um, that that stems throughout my career um that's what made me aim to this to this product um it's all natural it's all organic it's 100 percent thc free gummies uh sleep gummies anxiety tinctures uh rollerball you know for pain patches for pain mm-hmm. um all of these things are, are are better for you than taking the pills or taking the opioids or doing things that are going to harm your body in the next 15 10 to 15 years that you have absolutely no idea what it's doing until it, you're at that point of no returns, like, damn, bro, I can't, re- I can't reverse my liver failing, or I can't reverse my kidney failing, you know, and and you can't, you can't do all of that. It's too late to get your stomach pumped, right? You know? So these are ways to handle that and be a part of that, and 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 heal yourself, and and handle all these things that you're dealing with in the most healthy way possible. And that's uh, lgsfeelgood.com. Lgsfeelgood.com. I know you got to run. They gave me the one minute sign. Best memory this week. Leading this week for Super Bowl, best memory you ever had? Oh, leading up to the Super Bowl or Super or, Bowl? or Super Bowl? Man, um, leading up to the Super Bowl, I say one of my one of my favorite memories is a conversation that I had with Deuce um, leading up to this game the, the the night before, or maybe two nights before. It was our last meeting that we had um, before the game um, as the running backs, and uh, everybody left out, and it was just me and Deuce standing there, and I said, Deuce. Uh, this is a personal game for me. It's an extremely personal game for me. It means a lot. Um, I want to be the starter for this game. I don't know what the game plan, I don't know what your game plan is or who you plan to start or whatever, whatever, but I want to be the starter, and I want to be the guy that get the most carries this game. So, um, you know, he was like, bro, I understand, and trust me, trust me, 2-9. You, you gonna, I'm going to make sure you're in the position to be that guy for us because we're going to need you. Um, and, and that was important to me. That made me feel really good, and that amped me up a little bit more for that game. Awesome. 
Good stuff, man. I know you got to run. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, Thanks man. for hanging Appreciate out, man. man. Always a good pleasure, to see man. you. Thank and, you, man. And uh, we'll, we'll get you to Vegas. Yeah, yes, sir. I, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys whenever I come out there for one of my kids' 13U tournaments. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I stay good. There you go. Garrett Blunt joining us for a couple of minutes here at the table. I know he's got to run, but I appreciate his time. This portion of the program. You, man. Appreciate it. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Stenny's, second to National Walker's Point. If you're looking for a terrific place to go and watch the game, watch the big game, there is no better place than Stenny's. Best wings available, hands down, and uh, one of the best sports bars. And don't forget, once uh, the Brewers get going, they have shuttles. They have shuttles to everything, whether it's uh, UWM, Marquette games, Admirals games, Bucks games, you name it, they've got it. And then once the Brewers are back in action down at American Family Field, they run shuttles there as well. That is Stenny's second to National Walker's Point. And coming soon to Lake Country. So, good stuff there. How about that, Ben? Even Bill Belichick sits down and basically tells the families, this is what you're going to do, and this he, he's game-planning with the families how to handle all of this. By the way, I wanted didn't to tell you, It didn't work in 2017, by the way. Nah, it didn't. But uh, when you've got a pocket full of jingle, uh, I guess you have that kind of power. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can do that. Uh, I will say this. LeGarrette Blunt was wearing multicolored chrome shoes. I couldn't get him to throw his feet up on the table to put him in the camera. But multicolored chrome shoes he had specially made uh, by one of the shoe companies. I can't remember which. But multicolored chrome. Like, like you, you can't, like, bend them. They're chrome shoes. And uh, a lot of bling. I'm sure you saw that on the camera. He's got this big, you know, LeGarrette blunt medallion made out of diamonds. But, yeah, chrome shoes. When you've got that kind of F you money. And you can go out and just say, you know, to a shoe company, whatever it happens to be, and say, please make me chrome shoes that when I walk away, it changes colors. You know, we've all seen those cars. You walk past them, it looks purple, then it's blue, then it's green, then it's orange. He had those kind of shoes on. So I was just fascinated by that. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hopefully you're enjoying the program. We certainly appreciate you uh, you being here. what else do we have here? Uh, we had uh, LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, we've got uh, Kurt Menefee coming. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Uh, we got Kurt Menefee coming up. We'll be back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program of the Bill Michael Show. We are live here inside the media center. We have got... Four days, five hours, 26 minutes, 20-something seconds till we kick it off. And uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles get underway. And uh, we are now joined here at the table by the guy that's going to be the, I I call you kind of the, I don't want to say necessarily ringleader, but the host and the voice of reason and the guy that has to corral (laughs) all the insanity. It's Kurt Menefee from Fox sitting down at the table joining us with uh, his friends from X-Tech Pads, which I have been a big proponent of for years and years and years and years, and I wish I had them when I played. But how you been? Good, good. That's quite an introduction. Thank you very much. I I wouldn't say I'm the ringleader. I'm, I'm... I, I try to direct the sideshow. How about that? <laughs> I would call you maybe a really well-dressed traffic cop. There we go. You yeah, know. I, I, I will take that. Yeah. I will take that. Because every now and then you gotta you got to rein it. you got to pull them you know. back in. Exactly. 100%. You have been doing this, they told me, because I guessed 15 years mm-hmm. or 12 years, and it's been 17 years. Yeah, this, this is my 17th season on the pregame show. Um, it's wild. It's one of those things you think, okay, if a baby were born the year I started doing the pregame, he or she is going off to college now. Right. You know? And when you put it in those terms, you're like, man, that's a long time. Right. It doesn't feel like it. It feels to me 
like just yesterday that I started, yeah. you know. Um, but it, it, I think it's one of those things that when you're doing what you love, right? It, it's not work. And, and so, I, I love not only what I do, I love the group of guys I'm doing it with, and that makes a difference. Take me to the day they said, Kurt, you're the man. Yeah. You know, it, it's so funny. Um, I remember getting the call, and uh, David Hill was the CEO of Fox Sports back then. He's a crazy, wild Australian guy, love him to death, and he was responsible for me being where I am today. And I remember he called me, and I was living in New York at the time. I was about to move to L.A., and um, he's like, I had already gone through the audition process and all this stuff, and I was waiting, and this was the weekend before the 4th of July in 2006. And he goes, hey, the 4th of July was on a Monday that year, I do believe. He's like, I know it's a long weekend, and you're going to be sitting there. I want you to have fun at your barbecues and not worry about it because you're our guy next year. So go out, get drunk, have a good time, yeah. and I'll talk to you next week. And that was it. And I remember getting off the phone and just celebrating with my wife because, obviously, when you audition for anything, you sit back and you just wait. Mm-hmm. And your head is running through every scenario. It's, I haven't heard from them because I'm going to get it, and they're just lining it up. I haven't heard from them because they're talking to somebody else. Like, everything plays out in your head. So it was a relief. And then from that point on, it was fun. Now, the thing was, was getting together with the guys. And so I kind of knew them because I had been doing play-by-play at Fox for almost uh, 10 years at that point. And so I'd seen them at the seminars, and I knew Jimmy from, from back in, in Dallas. But he was a coach, and I was just a local reporter, so we weren't close or anything. So when we got together for the first time, and I'm the new guy, I think the biggest challenge for me was trying, was not trying to do too much. You know, you want to try and prove yourself and that you belong and you fit in. And we see the chemistry of the guys on the show. And, and I mean, you know, now I'm fortunate to be a part of it. Everybody gets along. So you, yeah. you don't want to disrupt that. And so you want to jump in and just kind of keep the treadmill going. But then you try to do something, and it, it makes it awkward because you're, you're working. Right. You're trying. It's like, just fit in. Just relax. And I remember I was walking down a hallway. This is after the second week of doing it. And an executive at Fox, who wasn't even part of our show, said, you got a second? I go, yeah. He says, sit down. He goes, dude, you got the job. It's already yours. Just relax. Be yourself. Stop trying to force things. And that was like the hallelujah chorus went off in my head. Yeah. And it's, it's a message I try and tell young people or anybody starting off in this business. Be yourself. Yeah. You know, don't worry about trying to prove yourself anymore. Once you get the gig, you've already proved that you deserve it. Now, just make sure that they feel like they made the right decision. They closed County Stadium, and they brought back all the historic people that have played there. Hank Aaron and everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marty Brenneman, longtime broadcaster mm-hmm. for the Cincinnati Reds, that was the last game. They were there for that, too. And we're sitting in the Fister Hotel, and then they had the VIP party upstairs. So here comes Bart Starr, and who I was blessed enough to know. And here comes Robin Yount, and here come I mean, just all these guys, and Hank Aaron. And they're sitting there, and Joe Morgan was doing baseball at the time. And they're all sitting there, and they're all at this big, you know, they're all in lounge chairs. And I leaned forward to say something, and Marty Brennan grabbed me by the shoulder, and he looked at me. He says, don't you say an effing thing. And I said, why? And he says, because you have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> right. And you're sitting there with Hall of Famers going, yeah. I just need to let them be them. Exactly. And that's exactly, I'm getting this recollection when you're telling that story that yeah. that's, that's what it is. But yeah. you, there's an art to that. It really is. And you know what the thing is, is and it's one of the things that hopefully I, I've been able to do over the 17 years I've been on the show, is your ego has to get out of the way. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not about you. Fox NFL Sunday is successful because of Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, Jimmy Johnson. These guys are all in the Hall of Fame. They've got great personalities that people love. My job is to make sure they're in the best position they can be in to get out for the information that they want to get out or to share a story that they want to share. My job is not to try and brand it with my catchphrase or to try and one-up them with a joke or whatever. My job is to move my ego out of the way and let them have the floor. And I think that's the same thing in that situation. But any situation you go into, if your ego's out of the way, it's going to be the best because it will just naturally and organically happen, whatever's supposed to happen. Talking with Kurt Menefee from Fox. You're going to see him coming up on Sunday. So many hours of programming leading up to Super Bowl 57. Can I disrupt you to interrupt you here as yes. well? You talk about County Stadium, and I remember, like, I I don't know if you know, I worked at WISC in Madison. That was the first job I had as a weekend I was going to ask you about yeah. that because I had done so, a little homework and I, you already blew me out of the water. No, That's awesome, no, man. I was going to say, so I was back in County Stadium back in the day. I remember Gary Sheffield's rookie year. Way back when, um, uh, so Robin Yount, uh, Don Mikowski, like all yeah. those guys, this, this is where you start sounding old, you start throwing out right. th- these names. But it was, it was, uh, it was a unique place. It, it really was. It, yeah. There was still nothing like Lambeau. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I understand why they did it, but I'm so glad the Packers play all their games back in Lambeau. And now that's been redone and right. remodeled and everything, but it's a special place. You, were, Which we, we were just sitting here talking about off the air, and, and this, so I know it's real and from the heart. Uh, for those that are listening, I said, what is your favorite place to go? Because you do the NFC Championship game every yeah. year, and you said, I, I love Lambeau. Yep. When it's not 25 below. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah. you said I, Lambeau. And no, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a question. You know, and it, it's so funny because you talk about the guys on the show and Howie Long, the reason I'm bringing his story up is, is I remember specifically, we always talk about all the guys. They, Lambo's their favorite place. Every player that has, I've talked to, that's, and Howie talked about, you know, as a Raider especially, you would go into places and people would just, you know, throw things at you, the bad language and all that. He goes, Green Bay and Lambo was the one place where even as an opponent, if something nice happened, not that they were cheering for you, but people acknowledged it. And, you know, they treated you like a human being right. and those kinds of things. And that's what he always remembers about being there on the sideline at Lambeau, which made it so different than everywhere else. Everywhere else. Uh, I had mentioned we're four days and five hours, something mm-hmm. hours away from kickoff. But uh, you're uh, a lot closer than that to going on the air. So, <laughs> yeah, I think no- we're about to start the pregame right after I'm done with this interview. <laughs> exactly. So you've done numerous Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I, I've said before, coming here, um, no matter how old you are, it's like a kid in a candy store. It goes back to you yep. being young and witnessing things. Where else would you rather be? Exactly. I 100% agree. So tell me what it's like for you as you get ready for the three, two, then the point, and you're yeah. on. Yeah, well, we, we're on five and a half hours before kickoff. So it's a long day, and it's, it's a matter of pacing yourself. We're on five and a half hours before kickoff. We get to the stadium three and a half hours before we're on the air. So by the time the, time the game kicks off, we will have been there nine hours. And that's when things are on the line because the halftime shows the bigger audience. The postgame shows the bigger audience. It's more important that you're fresh and ready to go when you're, you know, Terry's presenting the trophy or when you're talking to a coach after they won a Super Bowl um, and those kind of moments. And that's 15 hours into your day. So the last thing you need to do is run out of steam. So it's important kind of leading up in the week is to, I know it sounds crazy, but I get your rest. Mm -hmm. Like get some sleep. Don't go out to all the parties. Don't lose your voice. All those kinds of things. So it, it's it's the buildup happens. The preparation happens before you get to Sunday, so that you can just relax and do your thing, and treat it just like any other Sunday. You you were talking about the guys that you work with, and then you add in Gronk, and now I was mm-hmm. we were talking about Charles Woodson and such, mm-hmm. and all these guys were together yesterday. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at you, and I'm I'm thinking about Aaron Andrews and all the people that work with you, and I thought. 
there, at some point when you become as a non-player, a non-coach, but in this business, and you sit there as the fly on the wall, and they start to get into these conversations, is there one that sticks out to you that that where they got into this conversation, whether it's locker room or a game or X's and O's, or and it's only something that they can relate to when when you said, I can't believe I get a chance to listen to this. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's just the stories that they're able to tell because. I mean, everybody on our show who's there full-time is already in the Hall of Fame. Strahan, Jimmy Johnson, Howie, Terry Bradshaw. Gronk joined us this year, and he's been with us every week for the playoffs. The only reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is he's been retired one year. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's going to the Hall of Fame. So you sit back and you listen to the stories. but it's, it's like a talking history book. You know, these guys know not only what's going on in the game that you're watching, the foundation of where it came from. And Sean Payton was with us this year. Mm-hmm. And he taught me, at least, a lot of the intricacies of offenses and why you do certain things and what's going on or what they're trying to do and why it didn't work. And so you're able to hear that, but you get the backgrounds of, of, of why these plays and these offenses and defenses develop, but also the people that have been around it. And, and so it's just great hearing those stories. And I think just one of the things for me is just listening to those guys. And like you say, being a fly on the wall and just hearing them just go back and forth about, hey, I had this coach. Oh, I had this coach, too. I remember he did this. Oh. And then they would laugh. And a lot of times, you know, things that you can't say on the air. Right, right. You know? But it, just being able to hear them share that camaraderie and, and the common bond that they have based off of something that you would never think that would, would you know, bond them together because they weren't there at the same time. So where do you guys all watch the game? Are you sitting in the yeah. stadium? Okay. Yeah, so you're going to be in the stadium watching the game with everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will be, uh, we will, well, we will be at the stadium but we'll be underneath the stadium. They've got a right. remote green room, if you will, where all the televisions are set up, and we'll be able to watch the game, just our group. And that way, obviously, we can talk about what we need to talk about, getting ready for halftime post-game, and our producer and, and other executives can be in there with us as well. One of the uh, best sets of pads, and I wish I had them when I played, but uh, uh, our friends at all? X-Tech Pads, yeah. Bob's fantastic. And, and the demonstration, uh, the day that he sold Urban Meyer, he went to Ohio State, and he pulls it out, and he has that uh, helmet in his hand with the two pads on yes. top of it and goes, wham, and scares the hell out of Urban Meyer. <laughs> and then he came and did it in uh, Minneapolis. You did it for us on the floor in Minneapolis, and people freaked out and went, oh, my God. They thought you were, like, nuts, like going on a rampage <laughs> with a helmet. And instead, it's amazing. Uh, talk for a minute because you're one of the guys repping uh, yeah. X-Tech pads. You know, and I've been repping uh, X-Tech pads for years now because I believe in them. I mean, the thing is – we talk about back in the day. And when I say back in the day, I'm talking 10 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. You look at guys, and those big, bulky shoulder pads, you know, they're like four feet wide, and you can barely see a guy's neck. Now these things are so much lighter. They're so much smaller. But they're more protective as well. You can see that guys don't get the AC joint injuries and the shoulder injuries that they used to mm-hmm. because of the way their shoulder pads rid up or rode up. Um, and so I think you take a look at it. You got guys all over the league that are wearing them. You got guys in the Packers. I know Rashawn Gary wears them. Uh, Christian Watson wears them. Uh, Reggie Cobb. And it's not just because it, it's lighter and, and you know makes them look better. It's because they are able to perform in them. You, right. You look at Justin Jefferson led the league in receiving yards. He wears them. That catch he made against Buffalo, you couldn't do that in those old pads because you couldn't get your arms right. up that high. Now it gives you that range of motion. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing. You know, uh, Nick Bosa led the league in sacks, who's probably going to be the defensive player of the year. All those guys wear these pads because it helps their performance because it protects them. 
it allows them to be on the field for more plays. Mm -hmm. You're on the field for more plays, you make more plays, you get more pay as well. Right. So it, it's really big in the NFL, the number one pay in the NFL. But colleges, and you talked about Urban Meyer in yeah. Ohio State, USC, high schools wear them. I mean, it's really something that has changed the game in the uh, technology business for uh, protective equipment. Go to XTechPads.com. That's XTechPads.com. Kurt Menefee, host of the, uh, the Fox pregame show, and I think it starts in about 11 minutes, so I'm yeah, going to let exactly. you go. But, man, it is such a pleasure to talk to you, and I, you, my one draw of Kurt Menefee. I got, <laughs> I got the trivia wrong when you walked up, but I thought, I know he was from Madison. I, you that's know, right. And, I damn, I got it. this. So that's awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming over we'll and joining you. us. Best of luck on Sunday. Starts at noon uh, in Wisconsin. And we'll be there until kickoff. There you go. All That's right, it. Kurt Menefee, you, man. Great to have you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on live here, Radio Row, the media center inside the Phoenix Convention Center, where we continue to count down to kickoff. The Chiefs and the Eagles, four days and five hours and some minutes and such, and uh, then they get it underway over at uh, State Farm Field, uh, or State Farm Stadium uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona, out in Glendale, Arizona, to be exact. But, uh, boy, what a what a terrific day today. Uh, to get off to this kind of a fast start and to be able to, you know, get the yeah, great to talk to Kurt Menefee. Uh completely different than having the, the, the guys that have played in the league on. Um, and we got, by the way, coming up here in a few minutes, we're going to talk with Aaron Taylor and Aaron Taylor's. Everybody knows Aaron Taylor. Uh, Aaron's going to be joining us. We'll talk with him coming up here in, in just a little bit. So uh, looking forward to that. But uh, nevertheless, uh, to be able to sit and chat with Kurt Menefee a little bit and and talk with him about, you know, his uh his experience with the guys and how he got the job. But that, that was true. I, I pulled up the one fact about him that I wanted to bring to the table was, you know, you try to dig a little deep and go, okay, you know, look at a career. And uh, I, there was this thing in the back of my mind. I said, I, I thought he did a cup of coffee in Madison. And sure enough, uh, I found that he did. And uh, he ended up, uh, you know, kind of getting to it before I did, but which is great and no big deal there. But uh, it was it was good stuff. So good to talk to Kurt Menefee. And uh, and and listen to his experience with all those guys, and it just kind of, and what a classy guy, you know, just what a classy guy. I mean, he's he's not going to dish a ton of dirt, but that being said, uh, he still gives you some really good stories uh, for the guys that are sitting there, uh, you know, on the set when you talk about dealing with Howie Long and and you know Terry Bradshaw and Gronk this year and Michael Strahan and Jimmy Johnson and the the cast of characters that they have on that program. So really, really good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, like I said, our college football and NFL analyst, uh, Aaron Taylor, is going to be joining us uh, coming up here in just a little bit. And uh, we'll chat with him uh, as he uh, gives us his side of things when it comes to uh, the Packers, when it comes to Rodgers, when it comes to the NFL, when it comes to the Super Bowl. And all that kind of good stuff. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And at Pella right now, uh, our friends at Pella, uh, they want re me to remind you that 48 months, no interest. 48 months, no interest. You can lock it in. All you got to do is get a hold of them. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. And uh, you can lock it in right now. And then all it is is a phone call. 
Just get a hold of them and say, hey, I, I want the free, free in-home consultation. Come on out and uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the windows, the doors, maybe the same things that I have in my home. And right now, if you lock it in before the end of the month, you get 0% interest for up to 48 months. And it makes your house more beautiful, more economical, more valuable. I've talked about that numerous times, especially in uh, right now this type of season. If you're getting ready to sell your home or thinking about it, boy, it pays back in dividends. So lock it in. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Hey, Ben, I I know we normally do the segment at the end of the show of what have we missed, but we've been so busy here the last 24, 48 hours. So is there anything that we've missed that, uh, you know, in the sporting world that, we need to touch upon that we haven't. I know the trade deadline's coming up tomorrow in the NBA. There's a lot of talk about Jay Crowder and whether or not he's going to be end up in a Milwaukee Bucks uniform. There was even a discussion about, uh, you know, some uh, some other players possibly being mentioned and tied to the Milwaukee Bucks. But is there anything else that I'm missing? There was news about 30 minutes ago that the Packers are expected to hire Cardinals cornerback coach Greg Williams to the same position okay. to replace yep. uh, Jerry Gray. I don't know much about him, but that came out. And then LeBron James, uh, the greatest of all time, broke the scoring record last night. He did break that record last night. Got emotional, too, I saw. Got emotional when uh, when he broke the record and it was announced. And, you know, LeBron, who is uh, – look, I, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I, th- I He has got mad ball skills. There are times he just rubs me the wrong way. But uh, that guy is an incredible athlete, always has been since the day he came into the league. And the accomplishment he now has is – yeah, obviously, it's second to none. I mean, you give him all the props in the world, and he has just been an amazing, an amazing athlete and supporter uh, of the NBA and an uh, ambassador of the NBA in so many different ways. Uh, but to watch him last night uh, break the record, get emotional, you understand the enormity of the record. What it, and, and a Laker has it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously, a former Milwaukee Buck, and uh, just uh, well, what an incredible night in the NBA. Did you watch, did you watch it live? No, no, I was long asleep. I was up early today. Okay. I haven't really been. Yeah. I, I can't say I've watched much sports this week. There isn't that much going on. I'm gonna uh, pain. I'm gonna keep my eyelids open, like that scene in the horror movie. I forget when I watch the Badgers tonight, but that's about my it. My assumption is that you are going to uh, be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed tomorrow, not only for the program, but because the Waste Management Open. The Phoenix Open gets underway here in Phoenix, Arizona tomorrow. Yes. And they'll be covering the uh, opening round of that as well, which uh, I got to tell ya, you. Now, we are staying in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Scottsdale, Arizona is now the home of between 35 to 65-year-old men who all believe they can play golf or all wearing polos and all wearing shorts thinking they're cool with visors that say Titleist. That, that is what is here. <laughs> It is rather embarrassingly bad. They all think they have some kind of mad skill. They all think they're cool. Um, and I'm walking around looking at them going, no, dude, you're, you're just like me. And we're, we're not really that cool. We, uh, we don't have much game. And the only thing you can do, maybe a little bit better than some others, is, is drink and contain yourself uh, while others drink and cannot. And uh, the buddy that's drinking the whiskey is the loud, obnoxious guy who's losing his hat, and suddenly it's on backwards or sideways. For whatever reason, it ends up on sideways with paunchy old 50-plus-year-old white men. 
uh, as if they're somehow cool. But that's what uh, Scottsdale has become. So <laughs> Your buddy Chuck is a big visor guy, isn't he? Chuck is a visor guy, but Chuck does not try to act as if he's uh, 32 years old. Right, right. Or right. 25 years old, for that matter. But, yes, my buddy Chuck. Chuck, Chuck Freeman, God love him. Got to get Chuck around the program. But my buddy Chuck is, oh, yeah, and Chuck wears the flamboyant pants. He will, He is not afraid of wearing cotton candy pink <laughs> pants. He's not afraid of that. Pink belt, white belt, all of that. You you name it, he's got it. So uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back after the top of the hour. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to sit down and talk with Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor is going to join us here. And we're going to sit down and chat with him and uh, get his perspective on the game and on so many other things. Uh, when you, you know, kind of get into all this other stuff when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and his work with CBS and all the kind of good stuff uh, that he's done and his years at the University of Notre Dame and Lombardi Award winner. I can go on and on and on. College football analyst, what's coming up? There you go. Working with the Packers, winning a ring, the history. Yeah, that's coming up. Stay tuned. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.